Welcome to Hey We Should Connect, an intimate space for no holds barred conversations about growing your network and thriving professionally. I'm your host, Fumi Johnson, and I'm so excited to connect with you. Welcome to the month of June. Our last episode was in May, and I know there has been so much going on between now and then. Thank you to everyone who has been listening to all of the episodes. If you have not listened to the last episode I had with Lola, it was actually really, really great. Um, I would ask you to go back and listen to it. It's a great episode on transitioning um, between careers. And we talk about a lot of lessons that she's learned over the years and how she would do things differently. So I'm not going to go into too much of that, but thank you to everyone who is following, who is subscribing and also sending me really amazing notes and feedback. Thank you for all of that. So I'm going to get right into it. Today's episode, I have one of my amazing friends, besties, someone I talk to about all things money, career, and life in general, managing and balancing. Her name is Adeze. She's a senior engineer and we have this really great discussion. It's short, but we have a great discussion about what it will look like to return back into the office. It's been so crazy over a year. We've been working remotely. We've been able to, hopefully for the most of us, after a rough start at the beginning of COVID, we've developed our groove. We've figured out what works for us. We've been able to manage our mental health and now we're going back into the office. I would really be interested in seeing what it will look like a year from now, a couple months once we all go back into the office, how that is going to impact our mental health, how that's going to impact how we prioritize self-care, how we balance, how we deal with issues. A lot obviously happened last year and this year from the death of George Floyd and all of the protests, all of the stuff in politics and how we navigated that remotely is going to be a little bit interesting to see how we navigate it in person. So join me as we get into this really great episode. Uh, We try to keep it serious and not so serious, but it's a good episode. Please join me in my discussion with Adeze. Oh gosh, it's so funny because they're now saying like a lot of companies that used to be like, we don't like work from home culture. Like when they go back, like I was talking to someone and they're like, we don't know what it's going to look like. Is it that they're going to change it now that they've seen that everybody survived working from home five days or they're going to go back all the way to, okay, now we're fully back in the office, cut that out. Or like, I think that for a lot of people, like it's still not clear what it will look like when everybody is fully back in. Fully back in the office. Um, I mean, some people are crazy still. I mean, there's some diehard old, like this, this, uh, what was this office person guy? Who, WeWork? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't listen no, to WeWork. That exactly. That's why I said you can't, you, can't, you can't go by right. WeWork because um, they're... they're, <laughs> they're the office, they won't have a business. They won't have a business. Yeah, yeah that's right. true. So but you I'm can't. talking about, I mean, it's, 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 it's,
because I have a, I have a friend of mine that she's so funny. She she quit a job and went back to like where she used to work, and she was like, oh, at least they're not going back yet. Unfortunately, go had that one went back two weeks after her other place that she left went back. So she's back to New York City now. Oh. This week, or last week, I don't remember. Uh. Anyway. Um. So, but I think it sounded like it was everybody. Yeah. Especially now that all the restrictions are, like, for a lot of places, like, you don't even have to do any of those six feet and all of that. So, they can fully pack everybody back in. It's not like they have any, they have any need to do, um, they have any mandate for, like, only 50% or 70% or whatever the capacity is. That's that's why I don't know. I I feel like some people will try to go back to this as usual. Um, yeah, 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 the CEO. Lost one, one, two, really, really small, tiny I know, like the bankers that did not see people in person. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like I was like, first of all, who are the, the, the bankers? <laughs> all know that the people that actually had to go into the office are the ones that didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like, if they had to do that, then they were desperate and they needed that one client. Yeah. So that one client that you lost <laughs> is the reason. The reason why I can't survive. Yeah. So you know it's funny. I saw on I saw this Forbes article. I actually saw uh someone posted it on Instagram and let me actually read you the title. Um someone posted it on Instagram. The title says um it says studies show this was actually posted when May twenty sixth. It says studies show people working from home are having sex, dating, taking naps, and doing side hustles on company time. And someone had comment, uh, someone had commented like, "But they're still getting their job done." And here you guys are not minding your business. So it's funny that um you know when we're talking about um you know going back to work and you know people feeling pressure to go back in it's like a lot of this big maybe more finance they think about the fact that they feel maybe some employees are slacking off because they're not in the office because nobody's seen them and here comes this study talking about all of the things that people are doing or were doing while working remotely on company time but is it really a question if they're still getting their jobs done um yeah it is because people were home. There was really no line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Between you know work and home. Yeah. So people were just kind of just working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they're talking about. Burn up, burn up, burn up, burn up, burn up. Yeah. Like, right. So you know, most people actually buy from that home more than they normally. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Like you can't go outside. Yeah. Yeah. So what this article is saying is that a lot of people actually, which we know is true, right? They're saying a lot of people, since they couldn't do all of that stuff, they actually also dedicated time to side hustles. Yeah. 
to which for me how is that a problem if i'm still like you can't say anything about my work you can't say anything about anything else i'm still producing in fact i'm producing even more, more yeah. so what exactly is company time that you're saying um allocating to side hustle or taking a nap or anything when there's no distinct line between what working hours oh, are oh, anymore exactly. so if i take 30 minutes out of my work day to work on my personal stuff but then on the back end i'm putting two hours extra are mm. uh, you know like how is that a problem that 30 minutes is time you probably would have been commuting true most, most people have an average of one hour commute yeah so just take those two hours that you would have been on the train mm-hmm. or driving your car, whatever, that you're taking back. Secondly, by the time you're like, hey, John, what's up? Did you see that game last night? 30 minutes has come. <laughs> uh, you're going to get coffee. You, it, it, more, more likely than not, you're just, unless you're the only one in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But you'll at least spend five or ten minutes. Yeah, you're talking to someone. You're waiting for the elevator, especially if you're like in my building. It's 15 minutes wait for for an elevator. Um, I mean, the people that, you know, the people that actually realize, for example, the fact that your kids are home and all that, a lot of people flexibility to, mm-hmm. okay, you can take your kids to school in the morning, you know, you can work later, you have to do it. Those ones are totally better. Yeah. Because now, your, your employees don't stress out. Yeah. Right? So whenever they come back, Maybe instead of starting their day by 8, they're starting their day by 10 and ending by, I don't know, 10 or whatever, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they end up coming out ahead because now they're taking care of what they're taking care of and they're trying to focus on work versus, you know, I don't know, people are just crazy. You know what I'm, I'm actually wondering, though, because... You know, yes, we got the perks of working from home, but the last year has been like really year, year and a half was really rough on a lot of people. And like, even if you kept your job, you kept your house, your finances was intact, uh, you no loss of lives because let's not forget, like we lost almost, you know, a million Americans during this pandemic. Like, you know, it's, let's not forget that. So you know, definitely a lot of people returning back to work and returning to people who might not be there, not just because maybe they lost their lives or, you know, layoffs or whatever the case may be. Um, But my point is, like, yes, we got the perks of working from home, but the year and a half was very rough for a lot of people and people kept working in spite of everything that they had to deal with. So it will be interesting when people have to go back to work and a lot of the things that you were struggling with, uh, you with now you have to bring it into the office. For example, um, if I'm having a bad day, right, and I have meetings, I can choose to turn off my Zoom camera because yeah. you can see my bad day written all over my face. But now I have to pull myself, like even if I have to pull myself together, I just have to pull myself together for that Zoom call yeah. versus now I have to show up in person. Um, I, I have to put. I just pretend all day. Exactly. So it will be interesting that whole dynamic of, you know, the last year and a half. A lot of people were talking about, oh, this is an opportunity to slow down, self care, and reprioritize, and everything. And now we're going back into all of it. I wonder how that's going to impact people. It's gonna be hard. 
I'm still grieving her because I remember when, you know, like when uh, that issue last year. George I, Floyd. You know, I, ca- I can't imagine. Like, it was, it's, it's so funny because I remember, you know, when things happen and she was like, are you sure? You know, and I'm like, no, no, I mean, why? You know, I'm always trying to see maybe it's not quite what it is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean. There's no way like, in the world that this. Not that there's no way in the world, but I'm, I'm like, maybe it's something else. Just so that, you know, mm-hmm. at least, whatever. Because uh, I, didn't, I didn't go to elementary school here, for example. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course, back home, if a teacher tells you something, it's because, yeah, something, you know, <laughs> Maybe it's not because of anything else, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so just kind of reconciling the two was really kind of hard for me. Even mm-hmm. at work, when I experienced, like, I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know how to deal with it and stuff like that. So you can imagine in that kind of situation, for the first time in my life, they're like, oh my God, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to now carry myself and come to the office. And be smart. I mean, <laughs> like I, when I say I didn't want to talk to anybody, I didn't want to see anybody, I didn't yep, want to yep, anybody, yep. and you could just do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and it was just, but you can imagine if you now had to, you know, button up dress or show up yeah. in the office mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Yeah, all of those emails and text messages that we got about, you know, just I'm here for imagine all of that at once in person. Mm -hmm. person. (laughs) And they're not be looking at you to see if you're grateful for the effort that they're making. And I'm like, wait, do I have to be grateful like right now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um we're talking about mental health awareness and companies being more on the forefront. Uh, you mentioned how like at your job now this past year, like mental health has, you know, this past mental health awareness month was probably one of the more prominent one um, that since you joined the company um, and now companies find a way to um, include mental health in all of the discussions that, is going on um, in trainings and things like that that is going on. Um, so let me ask the question, how do you have that conversation with your employer and say, I don't think I'm doing well, um, whether it's because a new issue has popped up um, in terms of someone who's been wrongly killed or just something, whether it's a, a shooting Whatever it is that has occurred, or even personal issues, how do you have that conversation in this new, I don't want to say new world or new way of doing things that we have right now? Because at least I feel like the way that it was before was, particularly in my world, it's almost like keep your personal issues at home keep your <laughs> nobody really wants to yes people ask other than how was your weekend we want to hear about the trip you took to mexico and the fishing trip we don't want to hear about your meltdown so how do you see that going um going forward as far as being able to be open about the things that we're going through the struggles that we're going through how do you see that see that happening um going forward in this new I don't think it's going to be easier. And the reason I'm saying that is in the past year, a lot of companies have 
initiated or improve upon their diversity, inclusion, and belonging initiatives, right? And it's kind of, I, I, I doubt that they're just going to all of a sudden drop it all and just go back to what was, right? Um, there's, there's this push now to whether it's for better or worse, um, make sure that people feel like they belong to an organization and realizing that it's really important to be able to get the best out of you know the employees, right? Because if you feel you have a stake in a company, if you feel that you you matter, you know your voice matters, you're going to bring your best self to work. You're mm-hmm. going to be more productive and the company is going to gain from it. And like, you know, like I talked about too, the fact that in the past year, a lot of people, you know, a lot of companies have had to, you know, um, have Zoom calls with employees that are home, with their families. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those lines have been crossed and those, those lines have been crossed. <laughs> really, whether you like it or not, you have been Yeah. You've been in my living room. You've been in my kitchen. Yeah, I've been in your kitchen bedroom. You remember all the accidents that happened at the beginning? I mean, there's some things that you cannot see on the screen. I'm thinking of the... There was one I saw where the guy was... He stood up after his Zoom meeting and he had on his boxers. It's like when you go back, you can't unsee Jim's boxers. Like, we've... just employees right? yeah they're people their mothers right their brothers their sisters their daughters sons you know um so it's I, I don't think i don't think we're ever going to go back to the time where you pretend like you know employees don't have a life outside of work yeah unless you 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 really really have to work hard to make sure that happens mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so and then so that makes it easier to have this kind of conversations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I know people that, you know, lost family members during this time due to COVID and they had to take a break, right? Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. to you know, take a break, take time off work for a couple of months just to take care of things and come back. Um, and I, everybody knows why, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, and they actually expect you to, in a sense, because they, they understand that it's a lot of, pressure of trying to pretend that everything is okay yeah. and continue working with all of this going on. So it's I think I feel it's gonna be easier. Yeah. Right, to have the conversation. I don't necessarily know that you get everything that you want <laughs> to have the conversation, but it's no longer a taboo anymore. Yeah. 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 That, that's one good thing that came out of this. It's, it's not a taboo yeah it's it's so funny because when you talk about like the zoom meetings we've all been there i think for me initially when i started working from home i was so uh i i felt under pressure to not show i was a mom right because when i was working in the office um i had to juggle you know dealing with childcare and all of that and i versus majority of the people you know that i was working with so on the days that I had to leave early, for me, I I didn't want to be the person who, oh, she has to go pick up her kids type of thing. And so that trans that attitude for me translated to 
working from home when I started, I made sure none of my um, meetings were ever interrupted. Like I was always very, very, I, I didn't want it to be obvious, but it got to a point where I actually said, this is actually not serving me well. Like I need to show my real life, my whole life, not to say that I want my kids constantly interrupting or everything. But once I started to notice other people, um, we would have, you know, maybe some of the less casual, the, the more casual meetings where we would have like the kids in the background, um, you know, and then I felt more comfortable um, being able to, you know, if my if it was a less casual meeting, if there was like an interruption and things like that, I felt more comfortable showing more of my real life. And I think that also translates into being more open about the things that were we're dealing with um whether it's loss that we're dealing with or whatever it is just being more open without that fear of judgment of being the um you know I, I i mean i don't know about you but for me it's definitely very very real being the mom um to the to the point where when i have interviews um in my conversations i am very 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 careful to make sure that you know there's no hint of mumness <laughs> in my response which is actually it's actually pretty sad because you know you have to think that if i want to would i even want to be in a company where i feel like i have to tone down parts of myself um yeah, right i mean okay so i'm an engineer so i've i've always worked in male <laughs> industries, companies, name it, right? And, you know, I had to hide that part of my life, right? Um, that you're wa- I'm a wife, I'm a mom. Because, you know, like in a lot, you're being judged every day just based on that. I mean, I know that I actually was, quote-unquote, punished for being a mom. Like, <laughs> you know, I... Yeah, I go on maternity leave, I come back, and everybody's promoted except me, things like that. So it's 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 sad and unfortunate, but that's how a lot of women have to live their lives, you know, just to try to make sure that, you know, they get a fair assessment, mm-hmm. you know, from their colleagues and everything. Um, and in, I'm, I'm going to talk speak for my company, you know, when COVID started, you know, I, same thing, I mean, I had... My dad was at home, he was sick, you know, my parent, my kids were homeschooling. It was just too much, and I was trying to, like, keep it all together mm-hmm. and just operate as though none of that was happening. <laughs> and it was, it was really rough. It was really, mm-hmm. really rough for the first couple of months. But one thing that my company did was they actually, you know, started giving people flexibility, right? Yeah. I mean, understanding that. Know, their parents with their kids and probably have to homeschool their people that have sick family members and all of that so walk around whatever other <laughs> things they have going on you know because they realize that it, it didn't make sense to expect everybody to be you know at their desk by eight and you know end at five when for example the kids had to start their class yeah. at like eight o'clock you yeah. know, like that. Yeah. so um of course i didn't realize it for a while yeah. You know, but when I did, I, I started taking advantage of that. It, it helped a lot. Yeah. Right? Because so you kind of still get your work done, but you're not in, under any pressure Yeah. to be, you know, at a certain place at a certain time or do certain things at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And you know, if they're able to do that, I I doubt that it's not gonna you know carry over. Yeah. To to whenever we go back to war, because now they're saying that one thing that's gonna change for sure is that there'll be a lot of flexibility around. Yeah. You know how things happen, and I believe that. Um, I'm not saying that every employer is gonna be like that. However, <laughs> you know, they things are gonna be different for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you know. People, uh, companies, I mean, employers kind of have to be a little bit more understanding, more flexible. And I don't think that people are kind of used to hearing, bring your cool self, bring your cool self, especially after, you know, all the arrests that happened last year and yeah. people realizing that, you know, we've had to live with, you know, not bringing our cool self to work because people wanted to see that or hear that or be uncomfortable about any of those things. But now I feel like, come as yourself, you know, you're a woman, you're a mom, you know, you're black, you're Asian, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you need to stop hiding all of that. So I doubt that you hear that for so long and then all of a sudden you go back to work and want to go back to hiding all of that. It's, it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. You know, one thing I think that would be very key though, because sadly, in a lot of cases, I think that change doesn't happen unless certain people are ringing the bell. And I think that this will be, for us not to go back to the way things were, it will be a time for allies to speak up um, when it comes to diversity and inclusion because um, when I, and even, you know, allies speaking about men, um, a lot of, you know, my audience is primarily women. So I'm going to say this, that a lot of times when things happen, um, it doesn't, nobody hears it until it's affecting the men, right? And they start to speak up about it. Um, I will give an example. Like, I had childcare issues. I had all of that. It wasn't like, wow. Until I had, um, un- and I think this happens everywhere, where until now the men were home and they lost their nannies and they also had to watch their kids. And now it's like, oh my goodness, like, so why do we, I think in order for it to be sustainable, this is where we're going to need, one, people to speak up about saying we're not okay when we're not okay. And two, the people that actually have power to be able to affect change, for them to be able to be allies as well. Um, I'll give an example. Um, again, um, as you mentioned, the expectation for us to be able to start work at 8 o'clock when... At exactly eight o'clock, you have one or two children who need to be logged in remotely and it's not like they can do it themselves or stay in the seat, but you also have an eight o'clock meeting. Whereas I've had um, men, I've had senior men who I had someone who was like, I can't do meetings around two o'clock because that's my daughter's nap time. And, (laughs) And for me, I I was like, I think maybe it was hearing... I mean, I, I think I didn't even... It's not like I took that to now say, oh, if he can do that, then I can. I, I didn't even do that. But I think that it's people like that setting the example that um, makes it easier, you know, if someone who's senior is saying, don't schedule a meeting around 2 p.m. because that's the time my daughter is waking up from her... Like, we're trying to put her to nap. Then it gives... It allows people to be more considerate to others. So, I, I, I do you see this as an opportunity for 
Uh, do you think that we will get more allies or you think it will just be easy for people to settle back into um, their old ways? I, I want to believe that we'll get more allies. And um, part of the reason why I'm saying that is I heard someone speaking about, you know, he, he, he was the CEO of the company and he said one, one thing that was very important to him was family time. Mm. Right, so he he had a he had a, a standing appointment with his wife once a week at five o'clock, right? It was really difficult, but he tried to make sure that he kept it. Mm. So it it got to like if you're walking into his office at five, you have to walk with him to the car. I said telling him whatever he's oh, like wow. tell him. So after a while, people now realize that oh, if it's five o'clock on whatever day of the week, you know, forget it, he's not gonna be there. But he said that one thing that he actually noticed that happened was that people are now like, oh, well, if the boss isn't here after five, why am I here? Mm -hmm. So people now started taking time for themselves. He saw that as a positive thing. Okay. Right? I don't know that everybody else would. Yeah. So, um, so like what you said happened, if something like that can actually give people the confidence, you know, um, or just make them realize that, you know what, you know, this is not this is not so bad anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I can actually have this conversation with this guy. If I say I have to, for example, take my child to sit to the doctors or any of those things, I don't have to apologize for it. Yeah. Because the truth is that as women, I know that I had to literally apologize for taking my child to the hospital to have surgery. Right? Oh, God. You know, but one of my bosses felt it was an inconvenience for him. Oh, God. You know? Thank you for listening to this episode, this really com great conversation that I had with Adesia. I promise there's so much more to this conversation to come. We will continue to talk about mental health and reprioritizing. I would love to bring her on later in the year for us to talk about how things are going as we all head back into the office. Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Hey, we should connect. Find me on Instagram at Upswing Women.